ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted Weston. I have got the presenter of The Key, Kevin Key, with me here this evening, along with the new math of the South, the heat seeker himself, Mr. Tyler Peters, on the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. And right underneath me, two weeks in a row, we've got ref Amy Veronica, and yes, she likes it that way. Here we go. (laughs) Amy, your face. <laughs> oh, I, have a brain freeze. I had a brain freeze i just chugged all this so. oh is that is that what that was <laughs> is that what that was oh my gosh it's good to have me ted i'm glad i'm here oh it's it's, <laughs> it's it's always good to have you kev as uh as tyler says every time he's done washing his face um so yeah <laughs> We're going to jump into uh, into some content this week that is all about the returns that we've been seeing uh, happen since Triple H kind of took charge over in the WWE in terms of creative and the returns we've seen over in AEW coming back from the injuries, uh, the plethora of injuries that we've seen over in AEW. We're going to talk about all of that. And we're going to talk about how uh, impactful those returns have been or not been in the in the case of some of these people. But before we get there, Please go buy yourself some merchandise. Tyler's wearing the shirt. Okay. You can get that at whatamaneuver.net. Please make sure you follow us across all the social media platforms on which we are there. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rewind Podcast at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Okay. Please make sure that you like, comment, share, and subscribe. Let us know what your thoughts are about this episode here tonight in the comments below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you are listening on a podcast platform, if you're listening on Sportswire Radio, if you're watching on Roku TV, make sure you hit us up on social media. We will be sure to get back to you as soon as we possibly can. And uh, make sure you go buy all of your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. All right. Boom. The plugs are done. Let's uh let's talk a little bit about these returns in the world of professional wrestling. I want to start with the uh with the AEW returns that we've seen these uh these last two weeks. We saw uh Punk come back two weeks ago. We saw um Danielson back and and he had that two out of three falls match this week um uh, with Garcia. We saw Omega return this week and and enter the trios tournament with the Bucks. Uh you know, these these returns in terms of AEW, uh, how impactful have these returns been? And uh, do you think that that they were capitalized on correctly? Do you think that uh, they could have been done better? Uh, do you think that they did exactly what they were supposed to do? Um, so I want to know what, what you guys have to say about this. My panel here, I'm going to start with the heat seeker. Tyler Peters, talk to me. I think it's got to go to CM Punk just after those promos last night because I've been kind of a critic of his work lately. I, I don't think he's been the kind of champion I, I would build my company around, but I say that, and he brought up a great point about Adam Hangman Page, so I can't say anything. He, he kind of uh, fixed that argument. But what him and Moxley's doing is uh, been entertaining. I, I'm trying to stay out of always uh, critiquing everybody. 
uh, I will give the the people their due. I think that's been the most important. Uh, I'm just not a, I don't think Omega was, it was big. I mean, it, everybody, that audience loves to see Kenny come out. I just, that whole introduction gets on my nerves. Just, just say his name. And that just drives me up the wall. I, I think I want to bang my head against something. I mean, the guy's just, and, and the, we'll get, we ain't reviewing the match, but that's another story. It, it just drives me insane. So yeah, CM Punk, because he was dropping some good pop bombs. And I, I just want to see, now I think he's got some momentum as a champion because I, I miss this kind of CM Punk. Mm. Enough taking shots at WWE. He did it cleverly where he took shots at somebody in AEW that had experience over there. And that's what we want to see. I get tired of him, like your point, Ted. Enough complaining about a Triple H killed your push. We get it. Let's see what you're going to do to help AEW. And I, I think we're, he's finally starting to do that a little bit. So that, that's who I think returning to me has made the most impact is CM Punk. Okay. Let's go to uh, Ref Vic. Um, so I think the returns are going to do AEW some good, even though um, at least based on what I watched yesterday, I think Kenny may have done it prematurely. And that mm-hmm. kind of worries me, especially since they have a tournament to do. And if any indication of what they were doing last night is going to be the rest of this tournament, it's going to be a rough one. Um, but yeah, I agree with Tyler. Like having CM Punk back is really nice because A, he has moved on from this. I'm going to take shots at the other company, CM Punk, to I'm going to take shots on my actual opponent and not be good, nice about it. Because like even in the previous ones, he would like do promos and stuff and like insult them. But they never he never got like into that CM Punk that we know and love that like really digs in the knife and twists it. So we saw that a little bit last night. And it's also a good thing with um, the CM Punk, John Moxley situation, because it didn't matter as much as I love John Moxley. And I think I think of him as a main event champion guy right now. It felt like at least the IWC and just like fans in general would never look at him as the champion because he is the interim champion. So I think in this case, it has to be remedied and like finished at like as soon as possible. So CM Punk coming back and them doing at the actual match, I guess next week and mm-hmm. just officially crowning who is champion is a good thing. And then it's always good to have Brian Danielson back, like making a young star look amazing in a two out of three falls match. Oh my God. That was just probably one of the best matches of the last couple months, just watching those two. And then it completed um, Garcia's face turn, which was really nice. Right. So, Right. And I got to say, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and the aftermath in the backstage interview with Jericho, oh, man, it gave me all the feels. It gave yep. me all the feels. Mm-hmm. I love me some Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, man. And, and man, oh, man, he, he still got the, the facial expressions, and he gave, he gave that right hook to one of those jobbers that's in the Jericho Appreciation Society. And, uh, and it was just it was fantastic. I loved it. I loved it. Key, your thoughts? <coughs> Well, Tyler does not want to critique. <laughs> I I will critique. Because Tyler's obviously never been to North Carolina. By the way, the whole thing with Omega was obvious. So I'm going to critique. Because they weren't going to do a trio's, trio's titles without Kenny Omega. This whole thing is set up for the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega to win. We all saw this coming. 
So I'm going to critique that. So that comeback wasn't too special for me. The CM Punk comeback, although it's great, it's great to turn on AEW wrestling again and be entertained by someone. The CM Punk comeback, I don't believe he was injured. So I don't believe he was recovering from anything. I just don't believe he wanted a, a summer of punk. I don't believe he actually wanted to wrestle this summer. I think his his schedule really just pushed him back. And he wanted a little bit of a break. So they gave him a break, said, hey, when you come back, you're fighting Moxley. There's one AEW superstar that needs to return to be impactful. And that AEW superstar is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. No booze. I'm shocked. No booze. Nothing. I have. No, I, have no, I agree with you. I can't. I can't boo that. Yeah, I can't we're, we're that. I 100 agree with that. You want an impact? It's got to be MJF. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Tony. Sorry, TK. Has to be MJF. CM Punk. We knew he was going to come back. Kenny Omega. We knew he was going to come back. Brian Danielson. We knew he was going to come back. Give yeah. us Maxwell Jacob. Reed. But that's a great thing, though, because the longer he's gone, the more people are going to anticipate him coming back. Yeah, it's a good point. in any promotion. It could be AEW or WWE. There could be those rumblings because MJF keeps things so close to the chest that I like. I, I think there are people who just turn into AEW to see when he's going to come back. And, and that's the problem right now, though, is that they turn in. Okay, is he back? Oh, he's not. All right, I'm going to give it a break a little bit longer. MJF, MJF kept it entertaining. I'm sorry, him and CM Punk just they kept that show running. But CM Punk, you knew was going to come back because he was still champion of AEW. Um, Like I said, I I truly believe he wasn't injured. He just needed the break, which is perfectly fine. But the the impact, the impactful move is going to be MJF. He's going to be the one that pushes those ratings. Now, a lot of people who fell in love with the one superstar that AEW really created in MJF. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, what I'm super interested to see if it happens or not, uh, Deanna Perrazzo's contract is up with Impact in a, in a couple of months here. And I am super interested interested to see if, if AEW will scoop her up to further legitimize their women's division. Um, I think that, that she is someone who could very easily slip into that women's division and make it five times better by her just by her presence um and she has history with the ring of honor women's championship and she's been on impact tv once already or i'm sorry not impact uh, on dynamite tv once already as the impact women's champion so i just feel like it's there you know the the door is there uh i would love to see her make her debut for sure let's uh let's the door for her could still be opened with wwe though i mean who did she have the issue with did she have the inner issue with vince or did she have the issue with hunter right that door might be open for her there as well i mean there there are opportunities where we've been talking about the name tessa blanchard for years she's obviously rubbed some people wrong she's not in AEW. she's not in wwe she's in wow no uh no. Yeah, I was about to say she's is she, she's not there she's now. She's not right? anymore. She is no longer in WoW, 
So, yeah. <laughs> so she's rubbed people the wrong way she's in rubbed, three. She's rubbed a lot of people, <laughs> pretty much everywhere. <laughs> you know, you know. So, I, I think that I think that there's there's definitely an argument to be made there, and and I think we should have a free agency conversation um, before we get to Survivor Series, but we're not going to get there just yet. Um, I just wanted to t- to touch on Perazzo because the story leaked about her contract today. Um, let's switch gears. Let's talk about WWE. Since Triple H has taken over uh, in the WWE, he has uh, really, really focused on bringing some of those key people from the black and gold NXT um, and making them feel really important on the main roster of the WWE. We've seen Hit Row return. Um, obviously minus Swerve Scott. We've seen Cross and Scarlet return. We've seen Eos, Eo Shirai, who is now Eo Sky. We've seen Dakota Kai. We've seen Bailey make sure that she gets her comeback. Um, supposedly Trish Stratus is working live events in preparation to get back on the TV. Uh, you know, Cody was brought back recently at WrestleMania. Um, and the reason I mentioned Cody's name, because he kind of precedes the Vince McMahon exit, right? So the reason I bring up Cody is I think Cody is pretty much the ultimate return for the current wrestling product, right? Like there's no return that really beats Cody Rhodes right now. But if Cody Rhodes is the level of, you know, that's the 10 on the one to 10 scale, where do these other people fall on WWE TV? Um how and that's what I mean by how impactful these returns have been. Um, and so let's go through and talk about about some of these a little bit. Um, you can pick any any grouping or any couple of them that you want to that you want to pick to talk about. Um, but let's try and make sure we talk a little bit about everyone here. Uh, I'm going to start with Ref Amy first here. Ref Thick. So we all know why Hit Row returned. It's because uh, the what is he called in actual SmackDown? I know AJ Francis on the Indies, but the, the big guy. Top dollar or something? Top dollar. He, he, yeah. He's afraid of Cha-Cha Charlie because he attacked Cha-Cha Charlie at the last bash of the brew and then found out that Cha-Cha Charlie could lose a liter of blood and still be okay. Um, so he was scared of that man. So that's why he resigned with WWE. Um, next, but anyway, time you, next time you say the name Hit Row, you better sing it. I'm not hit going to. Hit Row. Hit Row. You better hit row, sing it. B-Fab anyway. would sing it. Obviously, you are no B-Fab. Thank you for agreeing, Ted. Thank you, Theodore. I have no idea what that means. But anyway, um, so the the returns are awesome. I think, like, Karrion Cross was a good return. Hit Row was a good return because I feel like it prior to being released, they really didn't get their chance at all on the main roster. And I do feel bad that Swerve Scott isn't able to reconvene with them, even though he's having his success over at AEW. Um, on a scale of one to 10, I give like each of these returns like a three, but all of them together are creating the excitement level of an eight or a seven because it's making us believe, like feel like AEW was a year ago where anybody could turn up at any time. Like you would hear about somebody's contract being up or, or being a free agent or being on the indies and you'd be like, they could just turn up one day. And I think that's awesome that Triple H is like creating that atmosphere. And that's what something that WWE was missing for such a long time because there was kind of like that step-by-step program. You would hear that somebody's getting talked to by WWE from Dave Meltzer. 
they would sign that contract with Dave Meltzer and have the picture with the finger, like triple H finger and all that stuff. Um, and then they would go to NXT and then it would get to the point where they're done with their NXT run and you would kind of insinuate that they were going to get to the main roster. Now it's just free for all. You have people coming straight from the Indies going right up to the main roster. Like granted they were there before, but like, it's just crazy and it's chaotic and that it's making people want to watch. Agreed. Agreed. Kev. I think uh, top dollar of Hit Row is doing a great job promoting the fact that Swerve wasn't actually part of Hit Row until that end run in WWE. He wasn't really the biggest part. He wasn't a big part at all. It was the three of them mm-hmm. and then Swerve came in, which which nice little Swerve thrown in there. No pun intended. Actually, the pun was perfectly intended. Um, one of the I'm going to disagree though. I think the carrying cross with Scarlet coming back that that really pushes them right back into that main event picture right away i think that's huge that that gives you that six seven eight range not that three range it definitely pushes them up more because they're going right into that title picture the the other return that ted has not mentioned is the return of not only dexter loomis oh i did forget dexter loomis yeah but index all right so Mm. we have indy hartwell now on NXT, teasing that Dexter Loomis return, not only in WWE, but NXT. People are now questioning on Monday Night Raw, who is this guy? He was in the crowd. He was in the crowd two weeks ago. He comes out, he gets over the barricade this week. People are now questioning, oh, if they've never seen him before, who is he? I, I, I'm intrigued. I want to know a little bit more. And it's perfect to throw in a storyline, like I said on a Top Rope uh, podcast uh, last week. Perfect to throw them in, throw Dexter in with AJ Styles. Absolutely. And oh, holy oh, shit. Oh my goodness. The Tempest Witch has Shout actually out. joined holy us. Holy Ruku. Is that <laughs> who I think it is? Shit. I did not. Holy is that... shit. Is that who I actually is? here? Is that the Tempest Witch? And I'm about ready to log off if y'all don't shut the hell up. <laughs> You know you missed me. I've talked to you how many times this week, Ted? How could I miss you? That's not Ted. I mean, That's that wasn't favorite. me. That was that was Kev. Oh, I'm sorry. See, well, you don't, you're not even I definitely, I definitely didn't miss you, Kev. Trust me. On the scale of one to Ruku, how uh, how Ruku are you right now? I mean, come on. Shut up! Come I'm on. so tired, y'all. I need to go back to sleep. <laughs> Come big shout out to uh big shout out to to the temptress witch's main main squeeze for uh for helping us out and waking her ass up today. Well we speaking of big return, Russell. holy Roku, we Ivy appreciate just you coming out of nowhere, hitting right? you like an RKO. So Ivy, we're talking about the recent returns on WWE TV. Um, oh, you know, all the right. NXT darlings that have that have been coming <laughs> up and and uh making the surprise returns here. And actually I'm about to turn the conversation over as long as Kev is done. Kev, did you were you done your point there? Yeah, I'm good. I'm Excellent. Good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna switch uh switch gears here. I'm gonna send it over to uh the heat seeker. I'm gonna send it over to Tyler P. I got to be honest, I, I'm going to be partial because I, I was at SummerSlam. I, I think Bailey with uh, EO Sky and Dakota mm. Kai, I, I got to admit, I marked out for that. I thought it was awesome. I just, uh, I'm really uh, thrilled with what Triple H or just the whole creative process and credit to those ladies, what they're doing. 
I like them uh, challenging Bliss, Asuka, and Bianca Belair at Clash of the Castle. I think it's going to be a, an amazing match. And I think we may get some surprises, maybe some returns there. So I'm I'm looking forward to what this is establishing as far as the storylines and, and everything. And Bailey just keeps getting better and better. I mean, mm. all of them, you know, I know people go, oh, he, he mentioned that somebody other than Charlotte. I can't believe it. But no, seriously, Bailey has been awesome. So that's all I was going to add. I think uh, – I got to give it to them as much as there's been a lot of great surprises call call ups, excuse me, from NXT. Uh, it goes to Bailey EO sky and uh, Dakota Kai for me. You had to mention Charlotte because there's a city in North Carolina. <laughs> I, I couldn't help Charlotte. myself. I, I had to at least, you You're know, welcome. Get, give the people what they want, whether they wanted it or not. Yeah. Hold on. This is, this is just for Kevin. Hold on. Where's Goldberg? <laughs> Okay, so I'm done. I'm done with the Sounders tonight. I promise. Um, so oh, did you learn a new podcast. thing? You, you, you learned, a, learned new a new thing. thing. This is what happens when you're not on the show for like a month, Ivy. Um, well, look, I mean, in like, if, I don't know if you guys can see my cup clearly, but it is the Golden Girls, and I feel like that's the best way to describe me because I am a Golden Girl at this point. Well, my listen, ripe be- old age of 328 years old. Well, listen, I'm going to ask you an old ass question about an old ass wrestler. Um, you know, with the, with the rumor that Trish Stratus is going to be on these live events and that she might be preparing for an on-screen return, uh, do you think she's going to jump back in the ring? And do you think, or do you think she's just making appearances and she's going to be a personality uh, within the women's division? <laughs> well, Trish could still go mm-hmm. from what we've seen. Um. I think we might see a very brief or short run from Trish, um, especially given what we've seen with Lita in like the last, you know, year. But um, I don't, I don't think it's going to be like a long-term thing. I mean, she's a mom, she's got her own thing going on. So, you know, I'm sure she'll come back. She'll give us another couple, you know, wondrous moments. And then personality, I think would suit her better. Um, I would love to see her in like a general manager role if they would do something like that. I think Trish would be pretty interesting to see in that role because we haven't seen too much of that from her over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, definitely um, kind of putting her in the mix with mentoring the current um, women's talent, you know, maybe having something to do with creative behind the scenes. Um, She's been, she's one of those who, you know, she was there during that time where, brown panty matches were the thing so i'm sure that she's got some ideas you know that have been swirling around for years to I'm kind of bring, help bring something new <laughs> i agree did i say that out loud no, excuse me <laughs> um but yeah i, I think okay come back is gonna be a would, would definitely be calm down freaks she's a friend he's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid why did I get on the Zoom call? Well, listen, this is what I'm going to say to all of uh, all of our listeners and all of our viewers out there. What have you guys been thinking about all of these returns lately? Uh, we talked about the ones from AEW at the top of the show. We've talked about all these returns that we've seen since Triple H has kind of taken control of the creative aspect of WWE. What are your thoughts on how this is all being handled? Do you think that it's that it's being impactful to you as a viewer? And uh, please, please, please 
hit us up on social media to talk about all of this with us or leave us a comment for the YouTube video below. You can hit us at Rewind Podcast at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And uh, my friends, we will catch you guys next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. Thank you.